Let me just say, why is it every time that I see some relationship advice on Twitter, when I click on the profile picture, it's always coming from a chick in a bikini taking that picture in the middle of her bathroom? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Wow. <laughs> Baseball's a funny fucking game, isn't it? Welcome to episode 5 of the Let Me Just Say podcast. My name's Jesse, I'm your host, also known as Dodgers underscore blues on twitter.com. And you know what? I'm going to just jump right into it. Game 7 of the 2019 World Series just wrapped up. First thing I got, Game Seven's kind of fucking suck, huh? Anybody who's experienced a Game 7 understands that it's basically three straight hours of anxiety and stress. Unless your team is, you know, it's a blowout really early on, which in all reality, still to me, I'm not confident about because I'm never confident because baseball's a crazy-ass sport and at any time, anything could happen. Um, but... Holy shit. Game 7s will drain you of every ounce of energy that you have. And if you don't come out on the right side of them, it will sit with you. And I might be, you might say, well, you're being dramatic. Nope, I'm not being dramatic. If you're as passionate of a fan as I am, and I'm going to just use myself because that's all I can speak on. It doesn't leave you. It'll never leave you. If you're a true, hardcore fan of the Houston Astros, this Game 7 will sit with you. And in all reality, I don't know about you, but it probably hurts more to lose this World Series than it felt good to beat us in 2017. I mean, I know I'm rubbing it in on Twitter, and I know I've been fucking with you guys all year long, but I know the feeling you're going through because I just experienced two straight years of it. It's the worst feeling in the world, in my opinion. Obviously, that's probably a little dramatic. There's actual catastrophes that would be worse. But in my opinion, losing a Game 7 in the World Series or even the ACLCS or the NLCS or the you know whatever it it's I I wouldn't be able to sleep tonight if I was you guys because I wasn't able to sleep just stare at the ceiling sitting in a dark room right now contemplating why the fuck that I do this to myself why do I spend months out of the year Day in, day out, rooting for a team that ultimately could possibly break my heart at the end of it. But on the flip side, 
congrats to the Washington Nationals and their fans. I can't imagine what that feeling is like. It's got to be on the opposite side of the spectrum, obviously, and be the best feeling in the world. I can't wait for the day that I'm able to celebrate a championship. I remember the feeling, the NLCS, when we, in 2017, when we advanced to the World Series. I remember that feeling the first time that I was going to witness a World Series as an adult, and I remember what it felt like. I can't even imagine how magnified that is to watch your team actually accomplish and win a World Series. So, a wild fucking series. This was a lot more than I expected. No home team won a game? How crazy is it? We probably will never see that again. We will never see in a World Series where a home team does not win a single game in a seven-game series. Fucking crazy. So, shout-out to the Astros. Shout-out to the Nationals. They... They gave us a great series. I I generally watch maybe a couple of games of the World Series if my team's not playing in them. I watch every single game of this World Series. Obviously, I had a little bit more um, that, you know, invested in this series, being that we just didn't return to the World Series after losing back-to-back. The team that beat us was advancing. The team that beat us in the first World Series that I experienced as an adult was playing against them. So I I had a little investment in it. I obviously follow quite a few um, Astros fans and have relationships with them. But it was a wild series, man. And I, I thank the two teams that were there for giving us something that, while America might not have watched because the ratings are obviously low, I'm sure you guys have seen that. I the games were great. I mean, I I enjoyed every one that I watched, which was all of them minus listening to the radio in Game Six. Which let me just jump into Game Six a little bit because I didn't get to talk about that. But before I go too far into Game Seven, um, uh, you know what? Let's just talk about Game Seven. Fuck Game Six. You guys know what happened in Game Six. But I I do want to touch on the Bregman situation and my tweet about him being a douchebag. But let's talk about Game Seven real quick because. I mean, I, I was typing up notes an hour ago that said Granky dominates, Guriel bomb, you know, Rendon gets one, but ultimately Astros accomplished the mission. That was basically what I was typing up because Granky was just lights out. I mean, it, it was all soft stuff, I felt like. I mean, he was hitting the corners. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that Kershaw was watching this fucking start, to be honest with you, uh, because he could do that. But, um, shit, I mean, you got to give it up to the, to the Nationals, man. They just, Max Scherzer was a beast. I mean, he came out and did his thing. They, you know, they put up a couple runs on him, but, (laughs) I mean, Howie Kendrick. Howie fucking Kendrick, huh? Ex-Dodger, I might add. And then, I mean, Soto, obviously, balling out. Kid's going to be good. 21 years old, might I remind you. 21. Anthony Rendon had a big hit. Future Dodger, Anthony Rendon. And then, uh, I think I saw... I'm, I'm trying to catch up here, but I think... 
Strasburg MVP, which is pretty fitting. I mean, the guy pitched his balls off. Amazing performance. So, all in all, man, this World Series was wild. Uh, you know, I still can't get over the fact that not not a single home team won one of those games. I I don't know. I'm sad baseball's over. I was enjoying I was enjoying this postseason regardless. I mean, obviously, when we lost, I wasn't enjoying it, but. Past that, I enjoyed the NLCS. I enjoyed the ALCS. I enjoyed the World Series. I'm a fan of baseball. So I'd obviously would have rathered my team be in there playing. But if they're not, as long as I'm getting some type of entertainment through the sport, I'm okay with it. So, but fuck, man. Congratulations to the 2017 Washington. 2017. My fucking brain is stuck in 2017. See, Astros fans? That's what you've done to me. I can't get out of 2017. I'm still there mentally. Congratulations to the 2019 Washington Nationals for being World Series champs. They played their fucking asses off. One of the best teams in the second half. Yeah, they squawked in, squeaked in, squawked in, squeaked into the World Series, or excuse me, the postseason with the wild card. Maybe got lucky with that with that wild card game and the misplay by that Brewers outfielder, but I mean that's that's sports, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say all that. I don't know. I will say this. I really hope Anthony Rendon comes to the Los Angeles Dodgers because I'd love that. That's all I got on that. But again. Congratulations, Nationals and Astros fans. I mean, you don't... It's It sucks, and this is going to sting. And I'm going to make it sting even worse, probably, for this whole offseason. I apologize in advance. But, you know what? I've gone through the gauntlet. And I take shit as much as I give it. So that's why I don't ever feel bad about talking shit. And the people who come at me sideways on Twitter and say you're an asshole or your team's not in it. You know what? I don't give a fuck about any of that. I welcome all the shit talk when my team shits the bed. When my team chokes, bring it on. Send all the tweets at me every time. I'll take it. Because I'm willing to give it. So. But enough about me. Game 7. Awesome game. Fucking, I thought I'd be on here congratulating all my Astros followers and friends, but here we are. I don't even know a single goddamn Nationals fan, so. <laughs> but let's let's talk about, let's move on. Congrats again to the Nationals. But let's move on to that Game 6 shit and, and my tweet about Bregman, because I feel like I upset a lot of people by calling him a douchebag, and I wanted to further explain what exactly... I meant by all that. I was, I don't think, there's obviously some people that are upset by what he did with the bat running down the baseline path. I'm not one of those guys. I don't care about celebrations. You can bat flip into the stands for all I care. I do think it was stupid the bat ended up in play. Like, bro, if you're going to do that, either A, 
make sure your first base first base coach knows that's that's something you might do or be toss it into foul play and then hit him with the high five i called him a douchebag because this was just another thing that kind of everybody started talking about him about and it, it's just a combination of everything that he kind of does and the arrogance that he brings and you know what i'm probably a douchebag sometime so I'm not like saying he's a fucking scumbag. I'm just saying he acts sometimes like a douchebag. And whatever. I mean, if you're going to get butt hurt over that, you don't know the man. So I sent the tweet. I don't, I wasn't trying to stop the kids from having fun. I want that. I want, I wish, I literally celebrate Max Monty bat drops and that bat flip that. Bellinger did on Arizona this year I could jerk off to that so please don't make it seem like I'm Mr. I don't want to have fun but the dude is kind of douchey so I mean I call a spade a spade and yeah Soto did the same exact thing in the game and you know like I he threw it in foul ground that was the move don't fucking have the bat end up in play that's why people were shitting on you, bro. But, and you know what? I think it's stupid as fuck that he had to apologize or he felt the need to apologize or s- someone went to him and said, hey, we think you should apologize. That shit was stupid. Fuck out of here. You didn't get an apology from me. I'd probably do something like that, to be honest with you. I don't think the back carry was the douchey part. I just think him in a hole and how he acts sometimes is douchey. I don't care about bat flips. But you can be a douchebag and be a great baseball player. And don't get it twisted. I'd love Alex Bregman to be on the Los Angeles Dodgers. And you know what? I'd probably say, eh, yeah, he might be a dick, but he's my dick, so I don't care. Like a lot of you guys did. We're able to see the difference. So Alex Bregman, great baseball player. Love the love the cockiness. It just turns into douchiness sometimes. And... Like I said, that probably happens in me with me, <laughs> you know, a good percentage of the time as well. So great dude. From what I hear, kind of a douchebag. Whatever. But uh what else did I want to talk about in game six? Oh, I listened to it on the radio. That was cool. That was the first time I've really listened to a World Series game almost in completion on the radio because obviously I when the Dodgers were in the World Series, I was watching every single second of it. So I was driving for work yesterday. I was coming back. I had like a three-hour trip back to my house. So I was able to tune in. The cool thing was, too, as, as well, is I, I switched back and forth with every inning that whatever team was at bat, I put on their announcers. So I could hear, you know, because I didn't give a shit about which crew I was listening to. So Excuse me. It was cool to um, go back and forth and hear different perspectives. And obviously, when the Bregman shit went down, I switched quick to hear what the Nationals fans were saying. Oh, jeez. Um, Siri's fucking me up right now. But um, I switched back and forth, and that was cool. So it was it was just interesting to hear both announcing crews, and and it was just cool listening to a baseball game on the radio because I don't generally do that too often. I, I see most of the Dodgers games if I don't. Um, you know, I'll throw it up 
on the radio, but it's it's very very minimal that I'm actually listening to a full baseball game on the radio. So it was cool. Um, I wish I would have seen more of Game Six because it was obviously had a lot of shit that went down. I saw the saw the highlights, um, but with the Regman shit, I didn't. You know, if I fucking missed it live, you know, I was on Twitter, so I got caught the gist of it. And I saw the replay obviously pretty quickly, but. I don't know. It, it was a cool experience listening to the game, like I said, and just going flipping back and forth between the two different broadcasting crews. So, But Strasburg, huh? MVP? Fucking beast, man. I, I, didn't even, I don't even want to look up his stats because they were ridiculous. But, I mean, what did he do yesterday? Eight, eight and, eight, you know, basically eight strong. Seven strikeouts. I think he gave up two earned. You know? So he he was lights out, and he was lights out against us, and that's why coming into this series, I thought that the Nationals had a chance. A lot of people didn't, but I was arguing with, in a, one of my group texts. Strasburg might have been the best pitcher in the postseason. Garrett Cole got a lot of accolades um, this whole year, and he was very hyped, and he pitched well this postseason for the most part. But Verlander was—I mean, excuse me—Strasburg was fucking. Lights out. Now, speaking of Verlander, yikes. Yeah, I know. The guy's got a World Series ring. But teams win those, not individuals in this sport. Verlander's World Series numbers. 0-6, 5.68 ERA. Now, I'm not going to drag him too much because I defend a guy who has great career regular season numbers and and just tends to, for whatever reason, hit the wall in the postseason. Obviously, we all know who I'm talking about. But 0-6 with a 5-6-8 ERA in the World Series, that's not great. He's still a Hall of Fame pitcher. He still had a great career. He still has Cy Youngs. And I don't know if he's ever won an MVP. I don't think so. Um, but 0-6, yikes and even not that I know because a lot of wins-loss guys will be like well that doesn't matter, wins-losses again is a team contributed stat 5.68 is all you so I don't know but, um, so yeah, Strasburg MVP well, well deserved uh, Anthony Rendon impressed Juan Soto impressed. Fuck Adam Eaton. I hate that guy. Oh, you know what? Gerardo Parra's getting a ring, man. I just remember that. That is a fucking bummer. Because I hate that dick. I don't even know why. I mean, I, I know why I hate him because he's a Dodger killer, but he's trash. And I don't think he deserves a ring. So fuck Gerardo Parra. But everybody else on the Nationals, out, well, Eaton too. Fuck Gerardo Parra and Eaton. They can both go eat a dick. Everybody else, I'm cool with y'all. Um, congratulations. So while we're talking about MVPs, I'm going to kind of flip over onto a sour subject. Josh Hamilton, former MVP. What a fucking story. What this guy's life, man. And I don't know whether to feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for him in this for this current situation because if you read what he did it's fucking horrible 
it's horrible and i'm hope hoping that it's dealt with correctly because of his status as an athlete slash celebrity or whatever you want to call them after they retire what he did was unthinkable and unspeakable and if you want to go read it i'll let you go read it i'm not going to recap it but I just got to thinking, I, I do we offer guys like this who, does the MLB have anything for guys who retire from the game and who obviously had issues with drug and alcohol issues while being current athlete, whether they get in, in their previous life, do they get any help? Does anybody checking in on Josh Hamilton? Does does anybody that works for the MLB call Josh Hamilton once a month and just say, hey, dude, I'm just checking in, man, seeing how life's going. And I, I know there's a lot of retired baseball players, but these guys give a lot to the MLB. They make a lot of money for the MLB. And I'm not trying to woe is me Josh Hamilton. He's a piece of shit for what he did. I need to make that clear that Josh Hamilton is a piece of shit for what he did to his daughter. But he's also had a fucking rocky road life himself. I know those choices were made on his own. But I can't speak on Josh Hamilton's life growing up. I can't speak about maybe his relationship with his parents was fucked up. I don't know too in depth about Josh Hamilton's background. I guess I maybe could have read up. And I don't even know if that's available, but... Who knows what kind of demons that guy has in his closet that fucked up his brain. It's still not right to hit your child and abuse them the way he did. But my point is, is anybody in the MLB, is there anybody responsible for these guys? Now, I know football has a big problem with like, you know, suicide rates in in retired players. And we don't, you know, we don't see as much of... CTE related issues in baseball obviously but is there anybody just checking in on these guys that we know probably have some issues and we should we should maybe think about it and it's not a bad idea there's a lot of money in the MLB yo MLB if you want to hire me I got a great voice listen to this voice hey Josh it's Jesse I'm just checking in buddy I just wanted to see how you're doing I know you know um Things are tough in post-career life. And I just wanted to make sure that you have somebody here to reach out to in case you have, were having any tough times and you needed somebody to talk. Let me know, MLB. I'm available. I'll drop everything I'm doing to become Josh Hamilton's personal make-sure-you-don't-fuck-up person. I mean, I guess it's too late, but assign me to somebody else. I'll come and help you guys out. You know, I was talking about how I was traveling yesterday and for the game. (laughs) And is it me or is the world, I don't know about, there's, this is, I don't know where about everywhere else. I I grew up in Pennsylvania and I spent a good portion of my life there. I spent a good portion of my life here. I I told you guys I'd driven across the country three times. So I've seen quite a bit of shit. I've seen a lot of states. I've traveled quite a bit, but not to the point where, you know, I can really get a gauge on this. Is every state in the fucking United States of America consistently under road construction? Is every major highway and freeway in the whole fucking goddamn United States under road construction always? Like, never stops. I get it. There's a lot of wear and tear to the roadways, but it's just nonstop. 
I can never go anywhere without running into construction. I, ca- I, I can't even go to the grocery store, I feel like, which is four seconds from my house without running into somebody painting a line or filling a pothole or I don't know. It just feels like there is nonstop road construction throughout the whole goddamn United States. At least in my brain there is. And that's why I'm asking you guys that a lot of you live in California, but anybody that's lived in any other state, any other states, is this something you experience on a regular? Is this just always, is it just a way to employ people and make money? I don't know. But I will tell you what, it fucking drives me insane because there's nothing worse that I hate than traffic. And yeah, I know I live in the worst state for that. I made a terrible decision in terms of what state I wanted to live in if I was going to hate traffic. But you know what I think I hate about traffic is not not so much the road construction traffic because I can deal with that because if you're fixing something, whatever the fuck ever, man, just fix it. Just let me get through. I hate accident traffic because a there's a good chance that you were being a dick for causing that accident you were texting or driving or somebody else was doing something stupid they shouldn't have been doing 90 percent of the time accidents are probably avoidable but then it slows everybody down because everyone has to look and see what's going on and then the minute you get by the accident it's like Oh, we good now. This is going to take off 100 miles an hour. I don't know. Just, I'm sure a lot of you guys understand road rage. It's obviously, apparently, a gigantic issue. I mean, we see videos on Twitter every day of people fucking fist fighting in the middle of the streets and stuff over road rage. But I was just wondering, is every state in the whole continental United States have road construction going on? all the time or is it just my lovely two states that I've decided to reside in because it makes me want to commit murder while I'm out on the road and speaking of murder you know I was thinking uh, I think I could get away with murder I truly think that I could get away with murder Maybe not like a relative or someone really close to me, but someone's relatively not close to me. I think I can get away with it. (laughs) Is that strange? Is that strange to say? I mean, I I, I don't know. I guess been watching a lot of like unsolved fucking murder cases on Netflix series. And I'm just like, if these people can get away with it, that they think did it but they never convict them, I fucking know I can get away with it. I'm smarter than your average bear. But, don't call the cops on me. I'm not a murderer. I'm not going to kill anybody. I just think I could get away with it. It's just kind of how my brain operates. When I see an armored truck driving, and I'm out driving, I think in my head, how, how could I rob this armored truck and get away with it? I'm just wired a little differently. But I'm not going to kill anybody, I promise. Not at least until my team wins the World Series. That's really all I got this this uh, episode 5. 
I'm, I'm not going to drag this one out. I did 50 minutes last time. I think I'm going to try and keep them around 30 because, again, who the fuck wants to listen to me, really? I do want to talk next next podcast a little bit about relationships, marriage, maybe some porn. I also want to I also want to maybe put out some feelers about having you guys send me some topics to talk about so you can hear my opinions on something that maybe you have some opinions on. I think that'd be cool get some interaction. So I'm not just talking to you about shit that I care about all the time. So. Today's Thursday. Well, for you guys, once you hear this, it'll be Thursday. It's now Wednesday night. I hope everybody has a good weekend. I I have no plans. I'm off Friday and Saturday this week. Probably go out alone once again because I'm a fucking loser. But congratulations to the 2019 Washington Nationals. And Mr. Rendon, I can't wait to have you in L.A.